You're listening to Balanced Living Weekly, episode number 62 with Cliff Ravenscraft and Father Roderick. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Balanced Living Weekly podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Father Roderick. I had to think for a second. What's the name of the show again? Uh, <laughs> hey, this is also tea time with uh, Father Roderick and Clee- Cliff because we are we are sitting here sipping on our teas this week. Yes, black tea seems to be our common discovery lately. Exactly. Now you're coming off a uh, diet of Diet Coke, right? Yeah, I, I, no, I I will freely admit to everybody in that, that's out there listening to this that I have an addiction. And that is an addiction to Diet Coke. Mm -hmm. And when I say an addiction, I really do mean it in all senses of the term because I do not function well without having a Diet Coke, especially in the morning. Really? Wow. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally, there have been days when there's like no Diet Coke in the in the refrigerator and you know, it, it's just like I, I can get up at five o'clock in the morning. I can I, I can drink tea in the morning, whatever the case may be. But it, if I go until one o'clock in the afternoon until finally I get my hands on a Diet Coke and sometimes I will, I, I'll just say, you know what? I, I'm stopping everything and I'll mm-hmm. run down to the store and I will grab a Diet Coke. And then all of a sudden I come to life. Really? And I come, yeah. And I mean, now, do you think it's do you think it's the caffeine in it? I don't think it's just the caffeine. I think it. I think it's. Ju- I think it's. I think it has a lot to do with the caffeine, but I also think it has a lot to do with the sensation of the carbonated ice cold drink uh-huh. in my mouth and how and the yeah. at, the acidity of it. And I mean, just everything. It just, it's just like a wake. I mean, I'm sitting here talking about it as if, you know, I've just found this new girl I'm dating, you know? It's just, <laughs> it's like, ah. <laughs> so you say, yes, it is an addiction. But I, I'm telling you, my, if I go in the morning without a diet, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do anything. Really? Yeah. Does, and so do you drink a cup of coffee as well in the morning? I, or do I you, don't, do you don't, just start with a diet coke? I just start with I, a diet coke. I do not drink uh, dirt water. I mean, uh, coffee. Um, I, I couldn't even drink. Well, wait a minute. There's coffee and coffee. Yes, I know. American coffee, in a lot of cases, it's dirt water. It's worse than dishing wa- washing dish dish washing water. <laughs> but but you know, a real good cappuccino. Mm. I've, I've tried it. You know what? You know what? Coffee drainer, coffee connoisseurs tell me every single time I tell mm-hmm. them I don't drink coffee. They say, "Well, you just don't sweeten it the right way." And I'm like, "You don't understand. I don't want sweetened." You know, I don't want to pour milk really? in it. I don't want to pour sugar in it. I don't. I, I really? want. Yeah, I. I just. Yeah. I want something without the calories. I, I don't want to drink my calories ever. And so, and then of course, then you're into the artificial sweetener. It's like, well, okay, well then, if I'm going to go the artificial sweetener route, I'm going to go to my diet coke. I mean, if it's going to be bad for you, I might as well make it a, something <laughs> yeah. I enjoy. I think that both, you know, it's 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 not going to kill you. It's just that that. Um, well, I think that the, because of the acidity, um, the diet coke might be a little bit worse for your uh, for your for your um, teeth. But that that's kind of it. That's kind of it, right? Yeah, I, I don't and know. Of course, there are lots of theories out there about all the other chemicals that are in there. Uh, but that's that's usually the the type of stuff that, well, half of the articles say it's terribly bad for you and it's going to bring the world to an end. And then the other half of the articles are saying, that, well, no, it's it's no harm, you know, as long as you drink. Don't drink too much of it, and then the other articles say, "Well, that's because that that article is found was funded by the Coca Cola company." <laughs> exactly, it's the same old, same old. So the the for me, what I what I've decided is that you know, obviously, I love I, I I don't have to have, but I really really want to have that diet coke in the morning. I, I mm-hmm. for me, I have to have an ice cold diet coke to start the day, and then the day can officially start. Doesn't matter if that's four o'clock in the afternoon; the day can start once I've had that diet coke. But throughout the rest of the day, I'm okay to drink water or preferably something else that that tastes good that is a substitute somewhere. It's either Diet Coke, water, or something else. And I don't want something else to be something that has calories. Right. So, um, you know, we were talking before we hit record that I had tried the green tea. And green tea, I guess, has more antioxidants than black tea. But sometimes it's bitter. Uh, especially mm-hmm. if you oversteep it too long and and s- stuff yes. like that. And the thing is, is I thought, well, it would be easier for me to transition from Diet Coke over to tea 
if I could get as much caffeine as possible out of that. Mm. And so I chose to go with black tea instead of green tea because black tea has a great deal more caffeine in it. So that's what I've been doing. And I found this tea and it's made by a company called Bigelow. And there's other companies out there that make some tea that has this this flavor, but it's uh, called Spice ch- Spiced Chai Tea. And now that sounds to me more like a like chicken. <laughs> Sp- spice chai. It it, like it is chicken. it is so good. It, it, I don't know what is if it's a mixture of cinnamon and and okay. some other spice. So matter of fact, I know it has all spice in it. It has uh, cinnamon, and mm-hmm. I believe I believe there are some some brands that actually include black pepper in it. Really, yeah. pepper? Yeah. Ew. So, um, but anyway, mine, the one that I have, it 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 smells like a a, a cup full of hot candy. That's oh, what nice. it smells like. So it just has the most amazing smell to it. And uh, I started out drinking uh, the black tea. Uh, pretty frequently about three and a half, four weeks ago. And I was using Splenda. And of course, you know, you, you, Splenda is no better than any of this other stuff that's out there. And yeah. is, is that, that aspartame based? Uh, I don't know. I, I I think aspartame might be equal. I, I But mm-hmm. anyway, there, there, you read all these horror stories about all this stuff. And I'm like, if I'm trying to go healthier, let me see if there's anything else out there. So sure. I don't think this is the healthiest option uh, but it's the one that I've chosen that I think is healthier than Splenda, Equal, and um, the other, the Sweet and Low. So mm-hmm. those are the you got the I just I just covered the yellow, the blue, and the pink packets. Yeah, I remember those from the the from, from the times that I spent in the United States. And you find them in most restaurants; they have all three, yep. all three of them, and they they have different colors. The so, yellow is the Splenda, I think, and the, the the then you've got the pink one. I don't know what that sweet is. Sweet and but, Low. Yep. And all sounds the all uh, taste the same to me. Well, so I I was looking for a healthier alternative, and I did some research, and and there are some people who even argue against what I've chosen. But uh, you know, the, what I've chosen to use is something called Truvia, which is a brand name of uh, a sweetener based upon the stevia plant, and uh, it's a natural sweetener, is what they're saying, and and it's certain stuff and blah blah blah. Anyway, I got the powdered packets of of truvia and i put two of those in one cup of my spiced chai black tea and i'll tell you what it's like heaven cool so definitely something that if i'm at the house and i have a boiling hot pot of water and and a coffee cup nearby i'll i'll make myself some tea instead of a diet coke and in my in in my feelings i'm still you know even it may not have as many antioxidants as uh green tea but mm-hmm. it tastes so good, but and it does have some antioxidants, I believe, right? Black tea does. Yes, definitely. Yeah, it's actually. I think that re- recent research has shown that it's actually even healthier than they originally thought it was. So uh, yeah, I, it's it's definitely good. And I re- I remember a study done on uh, that that uh, fitness rocks. Uh, Doctor Monty talked about a long mm-hmm. time ago about the benefits of caffeine. Mm-hmm. You know, in in moderation. Definitely. Well, it's uh, something that uh, Jillian Michaels also always talks about. Yeah, she was. She is a, a former caffeine addict. Actually, I think that she drank. She admitted that on her latest show that she drank way too much coffee every day, and she had to almost go in, into detox to kind of get rid of the you know this this constant need for caffeine to feel energized but a bit of caffeine uh helps kickstart the metabolism yep and uh, it's even um i'm i'm uh, doing these long runs now in uh, uh in preparing for the the upcoming uh, marathon and i'm uh, taking these uh, gels uh, every hour uh, which is a kind of a gooey substance in a in a small plastic container and uh, you drink it with water. It it tastes terrible, but there's a lot of caffeine in them, and I can totally notice it. And it's not just psychological. Uh, once I have, I've I've you know consumed one of those gels, um, I just I can just feel the energy, um, and and uh, it makes it much much easier to maintain a certain constant uh, constant pace. So uh, yeah, caffeine definitely uh, good for uh, for a lot of reasons. Yes, but so, I, I just stick with the black tea, um, the the Star Trek tea. 
it's the, the the tea that Jean-Luc Picard on the uh, Starship Enterprise drinks uh, or orders from the replicator because they don't make regular tea. Right. That's too complicated. Why would you, you know, make a cup of tea which takes five seconds if the replicator can do it in two seconds? So it's always a uh, Earl Grey. Hot <laughs> Earl Grey. Now Stephanie likes uh, Earl Grey tea as well as 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 do I. I I'm re- I'm a huge fan of all black teas. And um, uh, the other one I think she likes even more than that. I don't know is if you've tried um, English breakfast tea. I've tried that, but it, that's a bit too dark for me. That okay. that gets a little bit bitter if you uh, leave it in for too long. So uh, I I like the black tea that I'm currently using because it's um, you know I just I've got these. Uh, uh, portions for for one cup. So you dip it in a couple of minutes or two minutes. I take it out and it 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 doesn't turn bitter. Right. Uh, so I tried the breakfast tea and my goodness, it was just way too much. <laughs> um, it it blackened my teeth. <laughs> but uh, I I I can imagine that I, I would like to try some other flavors as well because black tea it's nice. But it's not very complex. And whereas the tea that you're drinking, it sounds like the aromas, there's just a lot of complexity in the, uh, in the smell of it. I, I wish there was a way for to... A better I, ritual. I wish there was a way for me to package up digitally the smell of this tea and mm-hmm. send it to you. The, the, the best way that I can actually think of it... it are you familiar with allspice, the, 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 the ingredient? It's you a, mean... The the guy in the no, in the bathroom? No 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 no. No, not on the not, horse. Not old spice. That's... All I, I oh. think, all spice. Anyway, it, it <laughs> the, I guess the best way I can think of it is is kind of think of a coffee cake that has uh, like cinnamon and and str- strudel on top of it and all this other stuff. It, it's kind Ooh. of like a crumbly cinnamon kind of thing, and it, and it smells. It, it really does smell like a um, uh, a very sweet smell. Mm. Uh, kind of like also like a lot a little bit like a hot cider but even with a little bit more cinnamon and spice to it it cool it 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 really does it smells like candy and it tastes like candy well we've got a lot of different flavored teas over here in supermarkets but they're not black teas they're just artificially flavored and usually it's uh it's just regular tea and 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 they flavor it with uh you know chemicals um so, but you know, this could be something that we could ask our audience if they have favorite teas that they drink, and uh, if they post that on our blog at uh, balancedlivingweekly dot com in the in the comments, then uh, perhaps next week we can do a tea test. A tea <laughs> test. So, you're, there you go. Head over to balancedlivingweekly dot com. Look for episode sixty two and leave a comment with your favorite tea. Yeah, give me an alternative for uh, old spice tea because that doesn't sound like a good proposition to me. <laughs> So here's here's the deal. I, I've got uh, I'm I'm a little bit ahead of you this week because now I'm the one who's caught up with the most recent episode of The Biggest Loser. All right. So tell me what's happening because I'm two weeks behind. All right. Here we go. So let, let me hit the the cue here. All right. So this week on The Biggest Loser. By the way, I, I caught last week's episode as well, and mm-hmm. so I am very. Very much up to date with what's going on in the lives of a couple people on the show. And, and I've actually come to the point where really I have my favorites on the show. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's funny because now is the first time I've known any of their names. So I like Courtney, uh, which yes. uh, she's the dark hair, curly girl. She's the one who had lost 100 pounds before she even came on the ranch. Yeah, she's amazing. She's got so much. Uh, she's She's there for all the right reasons. Yep. And uh, she was partnered up on the red team with a girl named Jen. Okay, okay. Uh, which I don't didn't care too much for her. And uh, you're you're sure you're okay with spoilers? Is that right? Sure. Yeah. No problem. All right. So what happened was in last week's episode, the only thing I really pulled out of it was, um, you know, one team who lost the challenge was going to be forced off the ranch for a week. Okay. All right. And Jen and Courtney lost the challenge. And so they had to leave the campus, but they weren't going home. They went to some kind of like resort or whatever. And they were given, I don't know if it was a thousand or $2,000 or something like that to spend. Uh, but they were given a budget for things that they could purchase. And before they left the ranch, they were given a menu of the things that you could choose to buy to take with you this week. All right. Let me give you some of the items that were on there. I don't remember the dollar amount, but uh, one of the items was your trainer. 
you can actually take your trainer with you. Now, of oh, course, really? Yeah, of course. Now, the cost of that trainer to have him on a daily basis took up a significant amount of that that balance that that budget that they gave you. I don't know if it was like 40% or even 50 or 60%. I can't remember, but it was something significant, right? Well, um, guess what they chose? They chose not to go with the trainer. Really? (laughs) Yes. So here, that's a risk. You're telling me. And of course, Jen was the one who decided this, you know, the blonde girl decided that, you know, wow, we've learned everything we need to know and we can do this on our own and blah, blah, blah. And so, so here's some things that they chose on the menu in spite of that. Uh, Number one, they chose dinner out on the town was one of the items that they chose to spend their money on. So what? they, they yeah. dinner like in a restaurant in a restaurant. Absolutely. Are they kidding me? I, no, I, I'm not they learned anything from the past 10 seasons. No, because you want to know what else they chose? Huh? Spa treatments. I am. You have to be kidding I me. Am not, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. But here, here, everybody else is working their butts off at back on the ranch. They're going out to dinner on the town <sighs> And they're taking spa treatments. They're getting a what? massage, and yes, you can just buy yourself a a bottle of olive oil, and then just uh, you know do the spa treatment yourself. <laughs> <laughs> and and not only that, but they both. Um, I can't remember what other thing that they chose, but they chose like multiples of something else that wasn't you know necessarily wouldn't help them in meeting their goals right and no one protested and then said this might be a bad idea well um courtney did not protest until after the she kind of just let jen speak for her she kind of just went along with it but once the menus were turned in there was no more changing then courtney's like that was really bad i should have spoke up you know So, and, and the other thing is, is that they had the option. One of the options was to have all of your meals prepared for you, especially for you. Right. And they chose instead to use the cheaper amount of money to go shopping for themselves at the store all week. Oh boy. Yeah. So (gasps) the end, the end of the episode, uh, by the way, if their team was the last, you know, came in last in the wait, uh, Mm. then one of the, one of the two of them would have to go home and, uh, and of course, you know, you can probably imagine it's not a big spoiler once you even yeah. watch this thing uh, that their team did lose. And Courtney, you know, in spite of everything, she ended up losing only two pounds, but still she lost two. And yeah. Jen, the one who says, ah, we don't need a trainer and let's do this and let's do that. Uh, she lost zero pounds and went home. Well, duh. <laughs> it's almost as if she did it on purpose. Something stupid. It, it was it was very <laughs> stupid. Um, so, and oh, by the way, they had another, uh, challenge last week that looked like a ton of fun and it was an Easter egg hunt and they had like 2000 Easter eggs in this field. (laughs) Oh, really? And in each participant had to collect 200 eggs per person, an average of 200 eggs per person per team. Oh, wow. Of their color. Uh, And, uh, so that was that was fun. And it's just, you know, just the idea of walking back and forth and the bending up and down and the good exercise. I like those those challenges that that provide, you know, that physical activity in ways that you normally wouldn't think of. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so that was last week. Now, this week I watched this morning. I actually got up uh, special early this morning so I could make sure that I watched it for the show today. Mm-hmm. And uh, really enjoyed this week's episode. First, there was a challenge uh, to mark the distance of one mile. So the, the, they had a you know this roadway and and they had several places where you could plot your where you could choose to put your pl- flag and wherever Ooh, you that choose. must be difficult. Yes, I would be able to do that because uh, every mile feels different. It you does. know, one mile, if you just start, it seems like a mile is long. And then if you're, you know, out, out and about and, and, and walking for a while, a mile is just nothing. Yep. And you oh. want to know, now the thing is, is it came down to two different teams. And guess what? Their flags were four feet from each other. <gasps> really? I think that's a little unfair, to be honest with you. Who, who's going to know a mile within four feet? What, did they get anywhere Close to the real mile? Yeah, the, the one team did. You know, I don't remember what team it was, but one team did guess. I mean, and really, that's what it is, is a guess. And they had an option. I mean, they only had, they, they had chosen certain places where you could or could not put your your uh, flag. And so 
so they did get somebody, but the two flags, they were within four feet of each other. And I was like, man, who's going to know a, a, a mile within four feet? <laughs> right. I mean, anyway, so uh, I thought that was interesting. And, and it, you know, really a mile's not that much. And, and I love the, I love the mentality of, of judging a mile, mm-hmm. you know, and, and really thinking to yourself, can I go the next mile? Can I go the next mile? And, and to think of it that way. And it, some of those things really help me when I'm out walking and, and I look, you know, it's like, ah, I should stop. It's like, well, I've already gone two and a half miles. I might as well just go another, you know, two and a half miles and make it five miles today, you know? And yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I always love doing that too. Do, doing the, I always do the countdown instead of counting up. Like, oh no, it's still two to go. I count down. I, I think myself, you know, I, today I want to do 10 miles or 12 miles and then I just go, ah, oh, still two to go, you know, and, and it gets easier and easier. Yeah. And then the Courtney had her trainer back this week, uh, which was Brett, I think his name is. Yeah. And uh, the, the drama this week is that, you know, if Courtney doesn't make it through the weigh-in, Brett doesn't have anybody to train anymore. Oh. So if she goes home, not only does she let herself down, she lets her trainer down as well. Ooh. And of course, uh, before even going away for a week off the ranch, um, Courtney had had, had already hit a major plateau. Yeah. She was work. She was doing everything that her trainer was telling her to do. She wasn't cheating on the calories or anything like that. And she just, and she was working out and she just was not losing the weight anymore. She, I mean, she's already she, at that point, she had almost lost already 200 pounds. Yeah. All right. She has lost an entire person. It's crazy. Yep. And so, and, and but she still has a lot to lose. And so one of the things that I loved in this week's episode is that Brett had a really great conversation with her talking about, you know, calories. She's like, maybe I just need to, you know, consume less calories, you know, and stuff like that. And and I love the educational moment here because this is something you and I know from, yeah. from a lot of research, but I know a lot of people watching this show don't know this, but Brett mm-hmm. says, listen, no, you cannot cut the calories because if you cut the calories, your body will, go, you know, start taking away muscle, but it's going to hold on to all the, the fat that it can to store it because it's going to go in starvation mode. He yeah, says, exactly. So what we need to do is we need to make sure that we have you consume even maybe even more calories, but you're just going to have to burn those off. Yeah. And that's uh, always extremely scary if you yeah. hear something like that, because it's so counterintuitive. Yep. So anyway, it was, it was a good conversation there. And I think that that probably opened up a lot of people's eyes that are watching the show. And, and I always look for those educational moments in the show and, and hope that mm-hmm. they take time and don't you know rush through that. And I think that that was a good thing for people to hear and see. And then Rulon um, uh, is another guy that I've really come to like a lot. I think he was a former uh, uh, athlete or uh, Olympian wrestler or something. Yes. Yeah, he's the res- wrestling guy. So last week he was actually confronted. Uh, he did not lose nearly as much weight as he should have with all the work that he did. Mm-hmm. And it turns out this guy at night is eating entire bags of chips. I, I, that doesn't surprise me at all. I always felt that, you know, that there must be something wrong in his calorie intake because he should lose double digits every week. Yep. There's just no excuse. So something must be messed up. Well, they have wow, potato chips. Do they even have potato chips on a ranch? Well, he's got he's got them in his room and he's been eating them overnight. And of course, they show him on camera. They've got a camera in the room. Oh, and he's no. got he's got drawers full of candy and sweets. And so um and and this is what came out in this week's episode. Jillian pretty much sat down and had a talk with him. And, said, and and what it came down to is he's like, listen, I felt like I deserved it. You know, I, I pushed myself so hard, you know, uh, and, and, and I feel like I need, there needs to be some kind of reward. I, I need to say, you know what? You deserve this today. And I know you were sharing that in a recent Health and Holiness podcast episode. Sure. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's very... Um I, I, I totally empathize because it, I've, I've had those moments as well. And I, I probably will still have them in the future as well, where you think, you know, like, oh, to heck with it. I'm, I just deserve these potato chips or whatever it is that's unhealthy. Um, and as long as that is an exception uh, and, and you do like, like, for instance, on my birthday, uh, I was like, I, I deserve an ice cream. You know, I, I'm just going to celebrate it later on. But uh, on the day itself, I was like, I want an ice cream. I know it's not nutritious or anything, but I'm just going to get myself a big honking ice cream. And so I ate that ice cream. Now, for that's not, not a problem if it's just one day, especially if I'm going to run 20 miles the next day. But if I would do that every evening and it would change, you know, would become a, a habit where I, I tell myself, you know, I, I deserve another ice cream today. 
Yeah. Uh, before you know it, you start, you know. Well, the, the question becomes, when do you deserve it? You know, um, and, and, and if you always deserve it after something stressful, like a, a very long, huge day, I mean, and obviously Rulan and, and those folks there, they're having these big, huge day. I mean, gosh, they're probably what burning 2000 calories in a day, you know, burning yeah. 3000 calories. It's like, I can imagine how you would feel like you deserve, you know, a bag but, of chips at the end of every probably night. You have to get out of that, um, attitude of telling yourself that you deserve food, um, I think the trick is to make little re- things like that, like an ice cream or like a, a potato chips or something. Make it something that you deliberately do. You calculate the 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 effects on your uh, overall count, and then you just make it into almost like a a little ritual or a special moment. But not don't define it as a reward. Right. Uh, I think that, that that is the problem because then there will be so many other occasions later on where you feel like you deserve something and if your go-to thing is is food, ooh, that gets a slippery, that becomes a slippery slope. Yeah, and I, I, what Jillian says to me is like, listen, what you deserve is to win this. You know, the, this... You, right, you exactly. You yeah. de- and, and she says, you deserve to live to 100, you know? You, that's what... That, when you work this hard, when you're doing these things, your reward is that you deserve the health that, that is a result. You deserve the benefits that come with training your body. You you deserve those things. And and rather than getting all in, in his face and yelling and all of this other stuff, um, uh, let's see here. Add moving talk let's see add moving talk to okay sorry stephanie sent me a t- text message <laughs> oh, okay I, I always make sure when it's when i see stephanie i has like i should probably read that just in case there's some kind of problem but anyway uh where was i um uh, the uh so they, they had a talk but it wasn't oh she, he, he, it basically wasn't, yeah she, she didn't like say okay you know i'm just gonna yell at you yell at you and in fact she says you know what your reward should be non-destructive things you know going out in your jeep for a ride and enjoying the day or something like that going out and doing something fun um yeah but she says you know what here's the deal though you know we're gonna i'm gonna bring in some foods that you like to eat all right I, and and of course didn't make a big deal out of this they didn't show it but but jilly says listen i am going to bring in some foods that you like and we're mm-hmm. going, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about how to eat these in moderation. We're going to talk about how to incorporate some of these things because, you know, it's not all or nothing. And, and feeling deprived is not going to help you. And, and that, for me, out of the, if there is nothing else in this episode, which, by the way, this episode was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if there was nothing else in this episode, the idea of depriving yourself and feeling deprived as you're getting healthy is not healthy. And I love that because that was that for me was that big turning point. It's not what am I keeping myself from eating, but what am I choosing to benefit my life and 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 rethinking about all of these things. I'm not depriving myself of Diet Coke, you know, 12 times a day. I am I'm choosing to only drink it once or twice or maybe once at each mealtime, you know, and and drinking some other things that are more healthy that are going to bring better benefit and health to my body. So right. deprivation is not a good thing. It's not all or nothing. No, and because it it has the risk of you reverting back to your old behavior if it's not a positive choice that you make. Exactly. And then there there was just one last part that that was Hannah, and I, and Hannah is another of my favorites, by the way, on the show. Um, and I don't know if you know who she is. I think there she's got a sister on the show as well. Yeah, but those two are hilarious, the two of them. Yeah, but I really like Hannah a lot, and I just like her attitude. And she said something. She's, she, she was, she's just super proud of herself, and mm-hmm. she got these high heel shoes, and she was going on and on about her high heel shoes. And, of course, I'm a guy, and I care less about her shoes. But Stephanie <laughs> was on the couch this morning watching. She goes, you know, th- those are good-looking shoes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's cool. I, I totally get where she's coming from. But uh, here's the uh, – she said one thing that just st- stood out, and I think this is worth saying here on the podcast. There's something about believing in yourself and letting other people believe in you as well. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that happened is, I guess they went out. The, you know, this black team had uh, won something, and and she had been talking to this one guy, and he's he's he made a compliment that you look, you know, you look very nice, or you look very pretty, or something like that. 
And, and she accepted that compliment. And she talked about how she would have never accepted that compliment before. She would have been offended if somebody oh. would have lied and said, you look beautiful. But instead, she says, you know what? I, I feel beautiful. I, I am beautiful in this. I'm discovering that. And, and I'm discovering so much more about myself. And I'm starting to believe in myself. And she says, there's something about believing in yourself and letting other people believe in you as well. And so it was really great. I love this episode. Cool. Cool. That's, that's, but it sounds like it's a very positive and a very educational episode as well. Uh, and instead of just, you know, the goofy challenges that have no consequence at all and, uh, and, and, and no education and then just a gameplay. Yep. Uh, that's great. And the good news is, is that I've shared everything I want to share and I'm not going to tell you who went home. And so, okay. I, so I, I won't spoil that for you. That will be a surprise. Although, yes. you know, a, a, a girl like Hannah, uh, is it is really approaching her ideal weight, and we we've seen that in uh, with some of the other uh, girls as well. That they at one point they're just done, and they were not heavy enough to kind of compete with all those big guys out there that uh, can probably be on the Biggest Loser for three years and still you know be be competitive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. Well, I'll I'll let you figure out who went home this this mm-hmm. week and and stuff like that. I think you'll. You will, uh, you'll find that it was very touching and, and emotional in, in many ways. Nice. Well, it's good to see that this eleventh season uh, definitely is uh, brings the show back to to its its glory uh, days because of this it's this is a season that I totally enjoy and I think it's it has to do with the fact that it's couples instead of individuals. And there's just uh, there are a lot of strong emotional bonds and and just nice people that you can relate to. Yeah. And uh, that, that to me, that's very important for the, for the show. Very cool. Well, I'll tell you what, where do you want to go next with this episode here of Balanced Living Weekly? Well, um, I, I saw in the chat room uh, that uh, Rob from uh, Tupelo has sent in some audio feedback. I don't know if you've already um, uh, received that or perhaps he, he sent it in uh, just before because I, I remember that Rob uh, shared uh, via the, the chat um, his, his progress and he's... Uh, he's gone a long way, you know, in terms of losing weight and getting fit and getting healthy. Uh, so I don't know if you've, uh, if you found that um, voice feedback somewhere. Yep. He's one of six that came in this morning. I'll go ahead and play that now. So here's Rob's feedback. Hey, Cliff and Father Roderick. Uh, this is uh, Tupelo Rob, Rob Williams from Mississippi. Uh, just want to do some feedback on the Balanced Living Weekly. Uh, I've been to do this for a while, but uh, decided to finally get it in. Um, as of this point, I have now lost about 18 pounds uh, since late January. So, uh, into the gym and uh, just watching the carbs and using my Lusa app. Uh, it's been the key there. And uh, the more I go to the gym, the more I'm liking it. It's becoming almost like an addiction to go to the gym now. So, uh, wow. just doing that. My wife is going to the gym as well. And so, well, she got me on. She got me going first. And now we're kind of motivating each other. So, um, and I'm actually going to be running a 5K in June in Tupelo here uh, with my friend Jeremy. So that's what's going on here. And I'll talk to you all later. Have a great day. Bye. Wow. 18 pounds. That is awesome. That's great, 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 great work. And I love the, uh, the, 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 the fact that you do that together and you motivate each other. That is so valuable. And that will, um, that's, a, that's a really good ingredient for success. It is. And we can I, keep each other accountable and uh, and motivate each other. And the fact that you enjoy it, because that's that's kind of what I can tell that he, he really really enjoys the process of getting healthy and becomes a bit addictive. Um, I totally recognize that. It, it, it's very empowering to see that you can um, have an in, influence your life and and turn it around and uh, get fit and you feel stronger. And that in itself becomes such a motivation to continue. It does, in fact. Fantastic. All right, so we have uh, we have five other pieces of audio feedback this week. We we asked for it and we got it. So do you awesome. do you want to move on to the next one? Absolutely. All right, so uh, Hillary called in twice, and I'm going to play both of them because I previewed them, and I think they're both great for the show. So here's the first call from Hillary. Hi, Cliff and Father Roderick. Uh, my name is Hillary, and I'm from New Hampshire. And I would just like to say thank you so much for your podcast and I've learned a lot by listening to it. I just started my weight loss um, journey and trying to pursue a healthier lifestyle, a more balanced lifestyle. And I, I just wanted to say that by listening to your podcast, 
every week. I've learned so much, and I would just like to say that you have inspired me so much, and keep going on your weight loss journey because, you know, this is just, you know, so great that you do this. And I've learned so many tips, and thank you so much. Bye. That is awesome. I'm so excited to hear other people who have been inspired to start on their journey. All right. And so uh, I'm going to go ahead and stop that. And then here is the next call right here from Hillary. Hi, Cliff and Father Roderick. Uh, This is Hillary from New Hampshire. And I just had a question. Oh, and by the way, this is for your Balance Weekly, um, Living Weekly podcast. I had a question. I don't know if you know this, but I mean, know about this, but I was wondering, do you know if it doesn't matter if you say you exercise um, like one hour for one day and the next day you do 20 minutes, but then the next day you do like one hour and a half. Does it matter how much exercise um, you put in, like, because at the end of the week, does it all, like, combined? I don't know if you know this, but, like, one day I didn't have a lot of time and I said, oh, I want to exercise for at least 20 minutes because I just wanted to get it. Because every day I want to try to exercise at least 20 minutes. And so I had a lot of work that day, and I wanted to exercise for 20 minutes, and I did that. But then the next day, I exercised for an hour and a half. So does it matter how many, um, how much time you put in each week, I mean, each day? And it's because I want to exercise at least six hours a week. All right, I'm going to go ahead and stop there because... Uh, <laughs> It goes on for another 20 minutes, but I think we get the gist of the question, Hillary. And uh, now I just recently heard uh, Jillian talk about this specifically, but uh, I'm going to turn it over to you first, Father Roderick, to see what thoughts you have initially. Well, um, I think uh, uh, your body does kind of add things up in in the course of a couple of days and there's kind of a like a weekly balance so it it's it's not really a problem if you skip a day and then you you know the next day you make make up for it what doesn't work is if you um do for instance like 10 minutes in the morning and then 10 minutes around noon and then 10 minutes in the evening and then say, well, I, I worked out for half an hour because it takes about 20 minutes to half an hour for your body to really kind of notice that you're working out and, and responding to it in terms of burning calories and changing the metabolism, the blood sugar and all that stuff. So you need a certain continuous time, uh, preferably more than 20 minutes of intense activity for to yield really you know, no noticeable results, but, um, and, and of course you, you want to avoid to overtrain. You, you, you have to kind of keep a very stay close to your, to, to the signals of your body and, and, and don't go overboard, you know, uh, after a week of doing nothing and then suddenly, you know, you go out and run 10 miles, um, that is probably going to result in, uh, in a terrible injury. So, um, always be careful. And, uh, what I usually do is when I feel really tired, like past this past Sunday, I was supposed to run 20 miles and I just felt in the afternoon like I I should not do this because I'm too tired. I didn't get enough sleep. Instead, I will postpone this. I will do this on Monday. I will hit I'll go to bed really early, sleep well, start the morning, you know, calmly uh, in a relaxed way and then I will run those 20 miles. It was such a difference. I, I it went very well. Had I done this on Sunday, even though that was on my schedule, it would have been a disaster and I probably would have, wouldn't have been able to, uh, to finish it. So pace yourself and just be, again, listen to the signals of your body. Yep. And, and the, that's exactly what I was going to say that I had heard from Jillian is that it really takes 20 minutes for some chemical reactions to take place within your body to, to really start seeing a significant um, result from, from the workout. Uh, the one thing I will say is that a 20-minute walk uh, during your lunch break is certainly better than not getting any physical activity at all as well. Uh, it's, it, but like you said, it, you know, having you know, three 20-minute walks you know, is not going to be equivalent to working, one, working out one hour. But walking yep. three 20-minute walks throughout your week, is defi- it's still going to burn more calories than if you just stayed at, you know, at your desk and, and sat there and, and did nothing or just drove in your car to a fast food restaurant and grabbed something to eat. So, so it's definitely still more healthy for you. And I would, I would still encourage you know, those you know, 20-minute walks. And I, especially when I hear you know, at lunch break, because and, and, I can't imagine 
you know, knowing at least with some of my history in the places that I've worked, I can't imagine going and doing something intense physical activity for 30 or 40 minutes and then going straight back to work. I mean, because I don't know that anybody would want to sit next to me, uh, you know, because <laughs> it wouldn't smell that great. So, um, you know, I, I totally, I totally understand some of, you know, the struggles that people are facing there when, when they're still working at another place and, and stuff like that. So I, I would still highly encourage, especially since you're starting out that you continue to do to fit in those, you know, 20 minute walks and, and to just to get your heart rate up and to get moving and to be physical and stuff like that. Um, and I don't want to discourage anyone, but when I hear I'm just starting out in the first call, you know, that I'm just getting started on this journey and running right into, you know, and hearing how much of a struggle sometimes it is to fit in that activity and that sometimes to get caught up to meet your goal of six hours of intentional physical activity throughout a week that you have to go and do an hour and a half training, you know, when and where you can fit that in. I'm not going to tell you that that's too much, but I would say that maybe working yourself up to that might be something that I would personally consider. I I think judging from my past, going from just starting to making a goal of six hours of physical activity a week is a, for me, that would have been too much. I agree. And it's, uh, you know, the contrast with your, your previous life is going to be so big that uh, if, if it fails, it's going to be, again, it's all about creating habits. And if you make the transition so abrupt, it's also going to be something that you might get, you know, you might get an injury or, or it might be just too much and you give up altogether. Um, so I'm, I'm all for, you know, building it up gradually. And the stronger you get, the more stamina you have, the longer you can, can work out. So I would just make sure, I think consistency, even if it's less than six hours a week, but doing it, you know, every, for instance, training on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then, I don't know, some, some something relaxed on Saturday, uh, that is probably much more sustainable than, you know, just trying to get all those hours in. When I started working out, and, and, and a matter of fact, if you go to my, if you go to iTunes in the United States store and mm-hmm. look up Pursuing a Balanced Life and read some of the negative comments, just sort by, you know, sort by rating most or whatever. Or? Yeah, look for my most critical feedback. And there's uh-huh. one in there that says, I remember, you know, Cliff is blah, 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 blah. Boy, he's tried this before and there's no reason. And, and he, he puts this in the health and nutrition or whatever uh, category. What, what a joke. I remember when I thought walking was exercise. And, <sighs> and I, re- I remember when that feedback came in. I was mad, but yeah, <laughs> but the thing, but the thing is though, here's, here's the deal. I'm, I'm more than 50 pounds lighter than I was when I started this journey and I started my physical activity. The first, probably the first six or eight weeks of my journey was walking and I'm not talking walking fast. I'm just talking walking, just right. walking 30 minutes a day, three to five days a week. That was all I did. And by golly, I was dropping two to five pounds a week. There you go. So <laughs> I, I'm just saying that you, you don't have to, you don't have to go right out and do that six hours. So ease your way into it and, and, and enjoy those 20 minute walks. Enjoy them and have fun. All right. So yeah, I think that's, that's true. The enjoyment and the quality when you're, you're beginning is much more important than, uh, than the quantity. That will come over time, the, the quantity. Absolutely. I'll tell you what, uh, we've got more feedback, but we're, we're going to save some of it for next week just because I know this that we're already at 43 minutes here. And sure. uh, I want to tell you about an application that I saw hit the uh, app store for the iPhone. Oh. Have you heard about Meal Snap? No. Meal Snap, I thought it was an April Fool's joke, but it's not. <laughs> there's this, there's this, uh, uh, website called the Daily Burn. I don't think I don't know if you've heard of it or not. It's one of the other ones that are just like everything else. It's a social media gathering together, encouraging, blah blah blah, all that stuff. It's like a lose it or my fitness power or whatever. Right. It's called the. I think it's called the Daily Burn. Anyway, <laughs> I am looking here for the application. It's called Meal Snap. Yes, and and I was just confirming it is the Daily Burn. Check this out. You open up the application, you click this big orange camera button, and you know what you do? You take a picture of the food that's on the plate or whatever in front of you. Huh. 
and and it and it submits it and about somewhere between three to ten minutes later it comes back and guess what this application does it tells you what's on your plate and gives you an estimated caloric intake if you were to eat it no that can't really i am not kidding you that is awesome now it's two dollars and 99 cents for the app (laughs) so i'm thinking this has got to be a joke right and, and, yeah. I, and then all of a sudden I'm hearing people that I respect and I trust and they're saying this dude, this works. And so I went ahead and I bought it $2 and 99 cents. Here you go. So uh-huh. last night my wife made uh, for dinner uh, a spinach salad. And on that spinach salad, she had some red onions, some uh, these things called grape tomatoes. And, uh, and then, uh, and then it, she had um, uh, broiled salmon on it. All right. And the broiled salmon was broiled kind of uh, kind of a rusty reddish, you know, orange color. And so it was it was it had a good golden, you know, browning on it. So I took a picture of what was on my plate and it came back with this. It said spinach and grape tomato salad with chicken. And it said this is between 214 to 340 calories. Now the thing is, is if you look at the if you look at the image, you can easily see why you would think that that was chicken, all right? right? Right. But it was actually salmon. But the now Stephanie calculated my calories and my calories for last night's dinner. Get this, my calories for the entire dinner, two hundred calories. Okay. Yeah. That, that was <laughs> well, all. At it least was. they didn't underestimate it, so, which so, would be dangerous. <laughs> right. So so they said two hundred and fourteen to you know three hundred and forty calories. So if I would have guessed somewhere in there, it it would have told it. Now th- here's the deal. Guess what's happening when you snap your photo, and you would think that maybe it's doing image recognition and stuff like that. Huh. Uh. There are people out there. There's this thing called Mechanical Turk. I don't know if yeah. you've ever heard of it. Yes. So they have people who are getting paid to sit at their computers and answer questions all day long. And they oh. get a few cents, you know, a few pennies for yeah. e- each time somebody ans- and each time you respond. So basically, let's just say you work for this service. Well, you, all of a sudden Cliff's picture of this salad pulls up and it's like, oh, well, let's see that. Definitely that's spinach. Those are grape tomatoes. It looks like that's chicken. And judging by the amount that's on the plate of the chicken, it's a, it probably weighs about this much. Let me do the calorie calculations here. I would say, and, and number one, they title it spinach and grape tomato salad with, and they put, put chicken. And then they calculate what those calories might be. It, somebody is doing this for you. And wow. here, now get this. The best part is you can take the picture and you can, if I wanted to, I could have actually said spinach salad with salmon. And I could even said how much salmon if I would have said, you know, with, you know, four ounces of salmon. You can uh, add that to the the poster to the picture. I could have added that to the picture and they would have had more information to go by to even get a more accurate calorie estimation for me. Wow. Is this nuts? Amazing. (laughs) It is. It's crazy. And so. Uh, can can you rate the the, yes. the quality? I mean, I can imagine that uh, if if you if you constantly get, I don't know, some mechanical Turk who doesn't get it and then constantly is off the mark, that, that there you, you would it, want to give some feedback on that. How so, does that work? So it says rate rate the results, and it says how accurate was the caption? Awful, okay, or spot on? Really? And how accurate was the calorie range? Often, awful, okay, or spot on? Oh, wow. And so I guess they could probably, you know, get rid of some of the mechanical Turks that are doing awful and, and they, you know, maybe are giving raises to the people who are doing spot on estimates. That is, that's very impressive. I've never heard about any app like that. This. Uh, now I have heard about apps like this or not apps, but uh, text texting. They, they used to have a text and it, I'm sure it's still out there, but they, there's a texting app thing where you can text this number for free anytime you want and ask it anything you want. And basically uh, it's, it's just, it, it, it's employing somebody else to do a Google search for you and they come back and give you a response. <laughs> and, I, and I remember um, I, I once t- I sent a text message and I said, what does GSPN stand for? And, yeah. and and it came back, generally speaking, production network. Here's a link <laughs> to the site. 
So, but this this is so much cooler. And is there a way? Uh, I mean, uh, does it store the images? Yeah. Does it? Do you get like a food log over time? Yeah, because that would a, be really you, interesting. You do get a food log, and it and it and it adds up the calories throughout the day. The only thing I don't like is I can't edit the number of calories. Like if they because they put two forty, you know, two fourteen to two forty. I can't go in and change that, that and just say make this two hundred calories. Okay. I, I think that that will come. I think they'll get that feedback really fast and they'll let us change that. But you can post, you can actually post your, your photo to Twitter and Facebook. I mean, it, it's a cool, oh, little, really, it's a cool little app. So worth the $2.99. Did, did, did you do that? Did you share that, that picture somewhere? It is, it is, it's on my Facebook. So if you go to facebook.com slash, uh, facebook.com slash Cliff Ravenscraft. Okay. All right. Doing that right now. Yeah. And now I'm curious to see what that uh, picture. Oh, is that is that a picture you took? Yeah, that's the picture I took. Holy, that looks like from a restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Stephanie makes uh, some great dinner. Let me tell you. Wow, that's yeah. a beautiful dish. Now, now check this out. Beautiful. I, I do want to say this: that when I actually now I updated it, I changed it to with chicken to with salmon. And sure. So when I put it on with salmon, it actually increased the calorie. Um, uh, quota or uh, oh. estimation to 248 to 372. They might have estimated that it was done with uh, oil or something like that. Yeah, so I didn't say it was broiled or whatever. So they they did okay. up they did update it, but still, I mean, it, it's a cool little app. I like it. I like it's I, awesome, and I really like the fact that you get this diary. Yes, so sweet. Uh, and and there, I guess the Daily Burn is a website that you know. Eventually, they're going to have this automatically update your posts over there. The one thing I do want is I, I want the ability to actually put the real caloric intake there. And I would, and of course, I don't see this happening. But boy, wouldn't it be nice if it would actually automatically update my lose it. Oh yeah, now that would be a killer app. Yep. <laughs> Instead of counting yourself, you just take some pictures and let someone else do that. Yeah, yeah. I would definitely pay a subscription fee for that. <laughs> hey, can I give an update on my, my weight loss since we've Absolutely. got a minute here? Abs- I didn't dare to ask, but uh, since you mentioned it. <laughs> Check this out. So um, five and a half weeks ago, I told you, I went on the cruise, gained eight pounds. Everybody's probably tired of me hearing uh, talking about that. But I, I told you I was going to lose that stuff fast because I, by golly, I'm determined and I'm focused. I got my new scale and it's going to give me all this motivation, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> I get on the scale today, Father Roderick. And I weigh 216 pounds. Oh, wow. I've lost 15 pounds in the last five and a half weeks. Whoa, 15 that pounds. That is, that is more than, it's almost like 2.77 pounds or whatever. Uh, so here's the deal. I've made it back to the over 50 pounds lost threshold or milestone. I'm very mm. excited about that. Last year, I did make it down to 210 right before winter time. And sure. I could, I just never could break that 210. I tried and I tried and I tried, but I didn't try hard enough. Uh-huh. <laughs> I obviously, I could have, there were so many things I could have done more. And it was always that, you know, it was that thing where I felt like, well, I can't go out and work. Even I know I could technically, the weather's okay and all blah, blah, blah. But I've got to work, 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 mm-hmm. work, work, work. You know, so that was, that was my big deal last year. It's just battling my own workaholism and my distrust in God to provide for me. So, mm-hmm. so God's been really working on that end of things for me. And uh, by golly, I've been making some huge strides here. So here's the deal. The lowest I'd ever made it so far is 210. I'm at 216. Actually, I'm at 215.9. All right. So just, yeah. just in case anybody wants to know, I'm under 216. Uh, so that's a big deal to me. Uh, so here's the thing. I've only got 6.9 miles uh, um, pounds to go to get to my 210. So my goal by the end of April 2011 is to get down to 210. My goal by the end of May is to get under 200. My goal by the end of June is to get under er, to get to 190. My goal by July is to be by at 180. My goal in August is to get to 170. My goal in September is to hit 160 and by the end of October 2011 I am going to say it right here, right now. I will be at my ideal weight at 154 pounds. That sounds like a very exciting year. It, <laughs> it's awesome. And then, and then in uh, sometime um, in November or December, I will 
then finally go and uh, reapply for my uh, new life insurance policy, my 20 year term life insurance policy. And I'm going to, you know, God, you know, God willing, I, nothing else happens. I am going to hopefully qualify for a 20 year term life insurance policy. Oh, so you can change that once you start yeah, when, becoming healthier, you can, you can get like a reevaluation. Yeah. Well, the thing is I, when I started, when I started my 10, I, I stupidly took a 10 year life term policy. Uh, but I, I, when I first started selling insurance, I sold myself a policy and I bought a 10 year term and that was stupid. I got a half a million dollar policy and, and I was fairly healthy at the time. I, you know, I mean, I was overweight, but still I, I made it with, you know, standard rates and stuff like that. It's like only $28 a month or no, it was $32 a month for $500,000 in coverage. So if I die, if anything happens to me, my wife gets a half million dollars. All right. Well, mm-hmm. the thing is, is that was nine and nine years and four months ago. So I'm at the end of the 10 years. Now at the end of the 10 years, my policy is guaranteed to keep going until I'm 95. But the problem is, is that the rates are no longer locked in after that. They, they go up drastically and uh, to the point where you probably wouldn't even be able to afford it. And the only way you would ever pay for it is if you were terminally ill and you knew you had five years or less, less to live. And obviously if, it costs less than 500,000 to actually keep the policy enforced, then you'd pay for it because you know that the, it, it's a guaranteed payoff at the end. So anyway, what I want to do though is, you know, I, I already I'm at a place now where I would be able to get a, 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 a standard rate, but I want to get an ultra super preferred rate right, on my exactly. next policy. And I think I might be able to get a 20 year term, $500,000 policy. I might even go for a million I'm not sure yet. As a matter of fact, I'll probably go for a million dollar policy for 20 years and I shouldn't pay too much more than what I'm paying now. So, wow. yeah. So that, that, that's, that's been one of my goals ever since. I mean, that, that, that's, that's been one of my motivating factors, not the motivating factor, but one of my motivating factors uh, has been to, to, to get healthy to, to, so that I can prepare myself for this, you know, renewal life insurance policy. Well, that's a, that's another good motivator. Yep. I mean, that will save you a lot of money. And, uh, and, and it's, again, it's, uh, uh, it's not just about the insurance. It's about you living longer and living a healthier life and, uh, and, and, and your family enjoying that. So, wow. Absolutely. Alrighty. Well, I'll tell you what, folks. Uh, how about you, Father Roderick? We've got uh, we've got three minutes before the music runs out. So, anything else that you want to share that's going on for you as well? Well, I'm just very excited about uh, the upcoming uh, marathon on on the second day of Easter, um, especially about that that final 20 mile run that went super well over the weekend. Um, I feel very confident now that I will be able to finish it. And um, another thing that um, I've been focusing on uh, during this time of Lent was to uh, go all organic uh, with meat and also lower the salt intake. And I have to say that both of, of those uh, changes in my uh, cuisine and, and in the way that I cook uh, have, are, are definitely starting to pay off. I enjoy the quality of the meat. It, it, it really tastes different if you, if you do organic meat. Um, and the salt, that's been, uh, I think, the biggest impact. Uh, the other day I was at a restaurant and I ordered a plate and I, I had to return it because it was so salty. Right. And uh, I think that a couple of weeks ago, I would probably not have felt anything was wrong with the plate, but I'm just not used anymore to so much salt. And so I was just like, Ugh, this is too much salt. So I can tell that uh, my taste buds are starting to get uh, accustomed to less salt and um, the, the food is not less tastier at all it's just a matter of getting used to a uh, lower salt intake but it it's still tastes salty to me right it's just this very awesome and uh, I know that you are staying right around your ideal weight which is excellent yep 
Yeah, it's always around 70 kilos and depends on how much running I do during a week. Sometimes it goes be below that, but uh, yeah, it's it's very stable right now. And uh, yeah, I can I can relax a little bit. <laughs> I can uh, eat more pasta. Actually, I have to eat more pasta in order to get ready for the for the run. I just have to be very careful if I stop running after the marathon to not rever- not stay on the same diet. Then I have to count calories again. Well, hey, if po- folks want to follow you uh, on your on your run, what day is it, and where? What's the best way to follow you? I think I'll be. Uh, it's, it's easiest to follow me on uh, Twitter.com/slash Father Roderick. I'm not sure how I'm gonna give updates, but that's definitely where I'll celebrate if I uh, uh, if I succeed. And what's the date of it? Um, so that would be, what is it, uh, April 26th or something like that? It's a day after Easter. All right. So day after Easter, probably the 25th then. Oh, could be. Yeah. Because <laughs> Easter would be on a Sunday. So yeah, the 25th. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Well, folks, thank you for tuning in. Again, you can head over to balancedlivingweekly.com. Look for episode 62. Leave us comments there with your favorite kind of tease. If you want to give us a call on our feedback hotline, you can leave us a voicemail for the show at 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. And until next time, we encourage you to go out and stay balanced. I think that's what we say, right, Father Roderick? Yep. That's it. Stay balanced. (laughs) All right. Talk to you all later. Until next time. Bye-bye.